Etruscan addicts, drugs not yet synthesized, black marketeers of World War III, excisers of telepathic sensitivity, osteopaths of spirit, investigators of infractions denounced by bland paranoid chess players, servers of planetary Guys, this is great. We have a, we have a ta- we have a just a ton of people in studio, a couple on Zoom, and we're fucking ready to go. We have a, a great guest today. I'm so excited to have her on, Megan Cush. What's up, Megan? Hey guys. So happy to have you on here. Thank you for coming to our show. Thank you for having me. I got Mark Steve sitting next to me. Hello. We got Anthony from We the People Radio and We the People Radio in studio. Now it's a party. And of course, Clint Esposito. Hello. And last but not least, who's taking a dab on camera? The bottom left, who is that? Oh, it's uh, your main man, James, from We The People Radio. What's, What's up, going James? on, ladies and gentlemen? Glad dab- to be here. This Dabbing is, is dangerous, James. Oh, yeah, we're going to get a little, we're going to have a little fun here, boys and girls. So. I think you're supposed to say, I am dangerous and clamp your teeth together real hard. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that one. I yeah. guess I'm not too dangerous then. Because I'm, I'm literally a cr- cripple right now. I can't even move. I throw out my back. Yeah, that's embarrassing, James. Yeah, it's why, very Why don't we start the show off like this? You can't walk because what happened? Because I coughed while taking a dab because I'm old and fat. <laughs> literally just took a step and coughed. And all of a sudden, it literally felt like I got hit in the back of the head with a beach ball. Because I almost fell over. And I, had catch, <laughs> I had to catch my, my knees buckled and everything. Like I had to catch myself. I couldn't believe it. But now I'm, I'm, I literally can't move. I'm hanging from my stairs to try to stretch out my back. Like, it's awful. I can't move. You're too young for that. The worst. I get it, but I got some years on you. I get it. Yeah, I'm only 32. It's a fucking yeah. joke. I'm a Wait. fat piece of shit, and uh, I need to lose weight. That's, that's what that means. That's why I got a specimen right here, your, your co-host, Ant. He's a specimen. He's he's not the typical you know pothead like you and I. Just get out of shit. No, no, you can't, you like can't stereotype. Cannabis does not uh, discriminate. It doesn't. Though. No, it really doesn't. It's That's all crazy. yeah. Every oh. hat. It's funny, right? Right, Megan. And how funny is <laughs> yeah. that? Yeah, like, stoner. It's amazing hey, how listen, many. We do some stupid stoner things. Like I said, we're we're late. Uh, let's tell a quick little story. What happened? We're late on this podcast because I couldn't figure shit out. Somehow I have the computer. It's controlling everything, which makes no sense because I'm so te- not tech savvy. So Mark comes over and he's like, oh, it's because you have tape over your camera. <laughs> so we did have a stoner moment. We smoked a lot before we came up here. <laughs> and that's why I couldn't get the camera working is because the tape, you know, because I'm worried about watching me. <laughs> so every once yeah, in a while, or maybe I'm just a fucking idiot and I just, I have stoner yeah, that, moments. Yeah, that might be the answer. You're, <laughs> could you're an idiot. It could, it could be. It could be. <laughs> I thought I saw a lot of podcasts on your page there. I thought I thought you were kind of experienced at this. <laughs> I just kind of sit here and record. It's all Clint that does all the tech stuff. But gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but but that's true, right? So like, <coughs> cannabis, cannabis. I, I'm so excited to have you on, Megan, because you are a big part of what of where we are right now. From what I've from the research I've done, and what James, who I trust, has told me, like without someone like you. We wouldn't be where we are. I mean, I can't believe we're in, we're in motherfucking New Jersey. I have friends that lost five years of their friends, uh, their friends, their friends. lost, lost five, five years of their, their kids', kids lives, lives because they got, they got caught, caught with a pound of, 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 of cannabis. cannabis. That, 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 that didn't get to see their children 
they're most, they're most important. important. Literally, my my brother-in-law, after it legalized out here, was driving um, cannabis back to one of a medical patient, somebody that actually passed away while he was incarcerated from cancer. You know, here it is legalized out here, and he, you know, he served a couple years. It's, it's just, you know, till it's nationwide, which isn't going to be the best thing by any means either. Federal, right? Because no, industry, agree, you know, it's not going to be great. I agree with that. Corporate. I think the black market is still going to thrive. Oh, yep. yeah. Anybody that puts love into it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. And why won't uh, Marlboro or whoever just turn it into what they've turned cigarettes into, right? Like just adding all kinds of, you know, chemicals it's, to make it's, it. It's inevitable. It's more than Marlboro. It'll be like Procter & Gamble. You know what I mean? That's even dirtier. Mon- Monsanto's yeah. already and Bayer are already, already throwing their hats into the ring uh, for the cannabis. Like it's look. it's all over the place. It's Monsanto owned a dispensary out here in Washington State. You know, it's disgusting. It really is. And uh, I think the only way that we're going to be able to combat this is if we fight very, very hard to allow home grow in every state. Like the fact uh, that New York allowed home grow mm-hmm. was yeah. such a huge James, win for the cannabis industry. I'm so happy and you said that, James, for the people that really love the plant, because New Jersey didn't allow it. There's no, no home grow. No, where, Vegas, there's no I home live, grow out here. They, you can't. Actually, it's not legal to grow on your own. Um, and it's really unfortunate because that's when you get it's people very restricted you, in Washington. Very yeah. restricted. It's, it's that's when you get people who genuinely care about the plant and want to put time. They don't care about how much yield they get per light. Mm-hmm. They care about the actual quality of the plant. They don't want to have any mites. They won't have any mold. You're going to get a really good quality product and you'll be able to give it to your friends and family and the people that you genuinely care about rather than going to a big box store like a Planet 13 out here in Vegas, which is like Apple store for weed. It's it's corporate as hell. It's, it's become a race to the bottom as far as the price and anybody that's like, a you know, a connoisseur cultivator the price has fallen out the bottom you know it was literally a rice to the bottom you can buy really beautiful herb now for 12 to 1400 a pound out here in washington state and this is stuff that was 3200 dollars a pound less than a decade ago so the you know the cost of like vegan matrix or veganic nutrients those types of things the time and care it takes to make these teas up for you know all your different types of mm-hmm. procedures you do to make organic beautiful weed Yes. You, it's not worth it for twelve, fourteen hundred dollars a pound. It's a race to the bottom. Well, you know? Megan, they can't be if they're going to claim all those. Those they, there's no way that the uh, a big grow house or a big they, they could put that that care into a product, right? They're just no. they're not even trying. Well. Yeah, not even claiming it. Yeah, something like a live yeah. rosin, right? Like a live rosin, like that legitimately just takes a, a lot of work, a lot of love, a lot of care to make, right? Yeah, we only have a couple companies out in Washington State that are really doing it. Like we have, like you know, Pacific, Pacific Northwest Roots, yeah. Washington Hash Company, American Hash Makers. There's a few out here that make hash rosin, and that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I mean, it's a lot of new stuff is called CRC Tech, which is a type of filtration, and it's just horrible. I mean, it's it's a diatomaceous earth recipe that's made, and they run their dark, ugly oil that they couldn't sell anymore oh, through this filter system, and it makes it aesthetically pleasing oh. you know it's you taste it and it tastes all the same it's a real uniform taste and it's what they're doing nationwide now it's but it it's looks gross. white like the, the wax looks nice and, and clear like it's when you when you're buying concentrate and you see that really light color people their eyes blow up they're like oh this looks really really nice yeah i mean it, just like That's that so meanwhile though. Yeah, That's meanwhile, beautiful. It's- That's beautiful. Megan just shows, but yeah. I mean, Megan, this stuff that-, that... This is actually whipped slabs, but it takes the taste test to prove it to people that it's not CRC because it would be in this light. You know, yeah. they're whipping up slabs now to compete with CRC. These were hard shatter slabs before they're going That's through so a whipping wild. process. This is a pound jar here, some GMO cookies. 
It's just gorgeous. It smells like GMO cookies. It was not like diatomaceous earth. You know what I mean? Or these other funky kale and clay products that they're putting together in these filters. Oh my god! But if you want to look at real beautiful, six star hash ice hash rosin. This is mm. strawberry yogurt. Here's a oh, two ounce jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're smoking this next week, James. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah, Ant, you better be here, dude. Dude, yeah. I, and I this is the shit that's like eighteen hundred dollars an ounce, though. It's reached. I would love to. It's so, so expensive. But Megan, but, it, 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 I wish you guys could have a smell of, like you know, ice smell hash. A vision. Is... So nice. I was scratching so my screen. But it costs that much because it's a process. <laughs> Just like with food, if you want to get black truffle, if you want to get real black truffle, it's going to cost the price. It's it's no. I want a very close simulation. What about psychedelic Mike? truffles? How about these guys? <laughs> Check this out. These are psychedelic truffles. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Oh boy. So never, philosopher stones. I didn't even oh know that goodness. that was a thing. Everyone here suffers you, from ADD. Yeah. This is getting crazy. Wow. So, yeah, explain <laughs> those, Megan. Hold on. Mike is just oh, like the guy is, supposed to try to keep this Wait, so together. what is... This is getting crazy. I love it. So what is a truffle exactly? Okay, you know, like hogs or dogs. Right, you know, they truffles. look for mushrooms. You're just talking like, about, like Ant was talking about black truffle oil. I think it's Ant. No. You know, it's the same kind of thing. These are psychedelic, cultivated truffles that are um, the psilocybin. You know, like that's the family of genetics it's from. Look at these bad boys. Oh my wow. goodness! These went through my freeze dryer. So these are freeze dried. We're gonna have these in Vegas look too, at Mike's James. Face are, right now. <laughs> I, I can only see you. I can only see you, James. But, but those I wish are like, you could see Mike's face right now. He's just like <laughs> turning around. He's like, oh my god. No, these are. So I told cool. you guys, I'm not like sex stuff. I have no idea what's going on. This, I'm like, literally, yeah. Oh my god, what's no, happening here? Yeah. This, these are like so Amsterdam. You used to be able to buy these fresh yes, in Amsterdam yes. in little clamshell deli cases. Mm-hmm. These, these are what were sold in Amsterdam. There's only two cultivators that I know of in America in continental America that are doing it. And luckily I was been able to, well, the one I am getting all of his, his whole, his whole grow. And then he learned from the other guy. These are really hard to get genetic really hard yeah. to get, you know, species. They're really special. Hold up. So oh this is a, this is a psychedelic tr- truffle that that's nothing. It's just coming from the ground. That's it. Well, these are cultivated in bins. You okay, know what but I mean? Cu- like but cultivated, but it's still, it's, there's nothing else added to it. It's not like a black truffle yes. with added psilocybin. Naturally, yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah if you were lucky enough to find that in Mother Nature on your little trip in 100 Acre Woods, you know. Mike, <laughs> Mike you want to come out to Vegas next week? <laughs> I'm yeah. driving down. Mike, Mike, come on out, dude. You, you're more than welcome. We don't have you any comedy play. shows booked next week. No, we don't. Jesus. That is fucking for a reason, man. We have had comedy out. shows booked all the time. For some the reason, for some reason, reason there's no comedy next weekend. So what the I'll be there. Fuck? So now, James, I don't no. think I'm going to make it, but instead, I think maybe I'm going to fly out to where Megan's at, and then you got to drive to meet us. Oh, oh I like that. I got a destination <laughs> spot. You guys seen it? It's like fuck you, Aunt, you're, you're a bitch. Come on, James. You got to rip, rip that uh, that M3. But, but uh, I don't want to put that many miles Northwest. on it, dude. What are you crazy? <laughs> Come on, you got uh-huh. you got to drive. This Whatever. Thing. I have a brand new 20, 2020 GMC Denali XL, and I'm gonna drive it down there. Fuck it. I know. <laughs> That's I right. Know. What'd you buy Fuck it for? Get the miles. <laughs> so she could use it or lose it. Yeah. Mushrooms to me. I know. I know. I gotta get a truck. If I got a truck, I could do it. I could definitely do it. Oh, I might, it's summertime. Um. Yeah, I just can't make it work. 
Oh, that's unfortunate. So I, well, Mike, hold on. Mike, I want to go back to Black out. Truffles. Black Truffles. Hold yes. up. So I've seen that in in smart shops. I saw Black Truffles. I thought it was just marketing bullshit. I've seen people on Instagram saying Black or Truffle uh, psilocybin. I thought it was just like people getting cute. I had. I can't believe my mind is blown right now. I didn't know this is a real. <laughs> They're a real thing. They're just really, really hard to get. And yeah. then most of the time they're put into capsules because the type of mold, if you look at this one here, like there's like kind of like a mold that's growing on this. Now, this is not like the friendly psilocybin mold. This is actually like would have been like a toxic mold if it wouldn't have been freeze dried. So when people are supposed to be keeping them in the freezer, I as a negligent dealer at one point from the person I got them from, who's now my grower, you know what I mean, for them didn't quite tell me they had to be frozen and kept in the freezer the whole time. So I would take them to a festival, this, that, the other thing, and people could possibly get sick. I never had any reports of it. So the people for safety bought a nutraceutical freeze drying machine like I have, and they started freeze drying them all. At that point, they started capsulating all of them. And so that was a bummer because they started putting it with turmeric, which is a great component to add it to. But it also just takes away that beautiful natural state of being able to see what they look like and stuff like this. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. And so those... my friend had to like pay and go through a whole thing of like, you know, a apprenticeship to learn how to do this from his long term friend. And he's going to be keeping them all in the raw, natural form. I actually purchased like my seven, eight thousand dollar freezer to be part of this operation so <laughs> I could have a part of it or whatnot. And so that's awesome. <laughs> How, how is yeah, the they're, they're very how hard the... to see and they're very hard to find and they haven't been around as far as I know because I'm pretty up on the psychedelic scene yeah. like nationwide for the most part, not like all over the East Coast, but yeah. anything on the West Coast, they haven't been around since 2018 almost because those people went to the nutraceutical drawings. What's the experience well, on them? And this is the first batch my friend has fucking produced. I got 300 wow. grams of it. I was so excited. It was the first one. This is his very first like crop. Right anything different with it it's like more of a penis envy is it more of a fat like anything it's milder people really it like it for the micro dosing effect because the psilocybin um has the components in it that is this type of psilocybin it works with that turmeric and it is really proven for those neurotransmitters boosting those the neurotransmitters being like your serotonin and your dopamine well okay. tell us what you're doing with those psilocybins because that i think oh. is really cool i think you should tell tell these guys yeah so like I've been doing these for a long time and working with the veterans um, down at the 22 Too Many, doing capsule making classes and a lot of different things. Um, you know, I've been essentially been making these, which is like a new company I started. Um, and I've just been pouring my heart and soul into it. This is Psilovitabins. So like Psilocybin, but Psilovitabin. Um, these have in each one of these capsules, they have a point two of the Taj Mahal. They have a point two of Lion's Mane. They have a point two of Rishi. And then they have a point two of Curcumin. And the curcumin is the component that's in turmeric that is the part that is proven to boost those neurotransmitters and the serotonin and the dopamine. And that's why people are taking these because they're generally giving people a sense of well-being, enlightenment. Um, they're relieving tension on muscles, aches, pains. Um, also, they're helping with vices, dependencies, different things like that. It's pretty impressive. Megan, is this all? Um, this all? This all compounded into one? Into one? Um, in one? In one, one little dose? capsule? Yeah. Okay, so I. If I could jump in for a second, so Clint, Clint's my uh, producer, my co-host. He, um, Clint, you want to just tell Megan real quick because he's got an amazing story with uh, microdosing. What's gone on with his brain? If you want to bring yeah. up speed real quick. So I used to do freestyle motocross for about sixteen years, and I, you know, for a living, I raced before that. So, uh, you know, just my whole life riding and having concussions and stuff like that. And uh, at one point, even I had a concussion where I was like 
I'm definitely dumber now after that one. And uh, I started to look into, um, you know, microdosing and even lines, main, all that type of stuff. And recently for the past probably year, I've been messing with it and I've recently made my own capsules and been uh, just doing that. And actually, I haven't uh, combined it with the uh, turmeric or the curcumin yet, but... um, I've actually had really good results with it as far as just, um, like you said, being happier. But I think even understanding, I have talked with, like, <clears throat> understanding how to uh, probably communicate with people better and have a, having, like, a better fee- feeling with other people. Patience. And, yeah. And empathy, a little more empathy, right? Yeah, understanding like, where yeah. they're coming from. Compassion, more so. patience, empathy. Yeah. You know, it's just amazing, man. And, like, not right, so yeah. much like, urn, just like yeah. taking that. Urn, just kind of letting it go a little it helps bit. You yeah, reframe, East Coast boys you know, are, are a little aggressive or, sometimes. You know, uh, <laughs> we can be dicks. Um, I, 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 going back to kind of the sports thing real quick. I it was just sponsored a snowboarding competition, a downhill bank slalom up here at um, our local mountain range up at Snowqualmie, um, Alpental actually. And I spoke with so many different snowboarders and athletes that have been microdosing. I've vended at these events before and sponsored it. And I just talking about their performances and how they've improved as athletes and stuff was so impressive for thinking about it like in that aspect yeah not only did it help with all these crashes and burns and these previous injuries and stuff it helped with that but it also just they're able to focus you know what i mean and they take times off and on when they do it because people all have their own microdosing schedule i suggest five days on two days off or four days on three days off and then every month like a full week off to completely reset people have their own ways of doing it you know some people initiate it with a macro dose some people mm-hmm. set it off with a therapeutic or a heroic dose this kind of depends on people's own tryptamine receptors and stuff in their bodies but i felt like with the professional athletes i've really talked to so many different ones everybody from the pacific northwest ballet to like i said these different professional snowboarders that have just found so much so much relief wow i um also will microdose and ride like i don't do it for a living anymore but i do microdose and ride or snowboard and i really like that too we were actually talking about it i think it's easier to get like into flow and find your like focal points and just Mm -hmm. like kind of uh you know be in tune with what you're you know the sport you're doing i I was telling megan because i've started my own microdose regimen pretty recently and i've had very similar results to you clint especially being in fighting and things like that i've taken a lot of punishment to the head and it's really helped me focus and i said i said i walk around with a shit-eating grin all day i'm just like smiling ear to ear it takes yeah. the edge off james and, what's uh, your how, how much you taking james point two point three point two i just yeah. want one, one capsule a day yeah that's what i do uh, that's do, what I'll i do, made I'll point two i'll do five I'll, I'll do about five days on two days off i'll do a four day three days off um i'll mix it up but um it's really helped with my anxiety and and really done some amazing things but i was telling megan the other day i was like man i'd really love because of the focus i'd love to spar to go back to to, to training and do some jujitsu and and actually train while microdosing because of the focus it was unreal like it, you, i just felt so much sharper and my mental clarity was unbelievable and i just felt more on point so it's definitely um, a bit of a performance enhancer as well I, I believe definitely so. I I definitely i feel like it's an entourage effect too with like the multiple types not just the you know psilocybin ones you know but also that lion's mane and the rishi and then i feel like the curcumin just really kicks it off and kind of like when cannabis when you have the whole cannabinoid profile and the entourage effect of mm-hmm. all the cannabinoids with, with it's the, the same kind of thing with the different mycelians and the psilocybin it really i feel like it's kind of the big full circle effect 
I'm a lot have- of the veterans we worked with over this last year and a half, it's amazing the stories that come out from the PTSD and the relief that they're able to, you know, find not only the relief, but also when they have trouble focusing and spinning out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How this is just something that really has worked for them. My whole thing is a, a lot of the VAs, a lot of the medications that they prescribe, antipsychotic, different, you know, mood stabilizers, antidepressants are just straight cock blockers to psilocybin. Um, I was telling James and like Ant on the We Weed the People podcast that, yeah. you know, we have vets that are taking up to seven gram, you know, heroic doses, therapeutic doses, and finally getting off, you know what I mean, or not even yeah. getting off, which is like, you know, a pretty hefty dose. I personally eat about six, seven grams when I choose to eat it myself because I, that's just what I like to do. Really? But, um, that's just that's just me and Whoa, you know my man does that too we're just kind of heavy dosers like that wow. but um but for these guys who were inching up and i can understand why they weren't finding any results from the microdosing and stuff and then just getting them up to higher to the macro dose to then like to this next amount and i just feel like there's i don't know it's like not i don't even know if they know that they're doing this in the va are they you know, still on? Like you don't know, right? Are, are they still on SSRIs, or what? What is it? They're they're still on the medication from the VA and trying to microdose, and it's basically not even mm. allowing it. Wow. Yeah, it's completely, res- and then to the point where they're like, "Well, maybe I'll try a, you know, a, you know, recreational macro or therapeutic or dose," and they start with like an eight, and they come back to the next market a couple of weeks later and talk to me about it because I'm really interested in all this with these guys, and come back and talk to me about it. Or talk to Marcus about it. And then, you know, we get them a, a higher dosage and a higher dosage. And, stuff. and a lot of this we do as donations and we work with these guys because it's just like you end up having heart from. Mm-hmm. And I mean, these guys aren't feeling anything, aren't feeling anything. And then finally getting there at seven to 10 grams. Wow. It's like, yeah, that's <laughs> you know, yeah, I'd be I'd be in another galaxy. And they're not really having other galaxy experiences. Yeah. They're just having yeah no, I, I know that's the wildest thing like i'd like if i even came wow. close to that i'd literally be in well there's something galaxy. to say about that these but the ones that, that aren't on those us. medications and the amount of yeah. feedback that we are getting is just so motivating it's made me want to start doing this it's made me want to start mailing these are across the country like i used to do with kush cream i used to be so scared when i mailed out kush cream initially and i just started at my maria 777 she threw it out on her like one of her little things and i just she had so many interested listeners i decided just to say fuck it a couple weeks ago and just Mail them out straight from like I do with creams. You know what I mean? And I'm about to put them on my website. I'm not even joking. I'm about to yeah. put them on my website. Because, I mean, it's pretty. The proof, Let them like come. You said, Let them... Like you said the first time when you reached out to me about the creams, you were like, the proof is in the pudding. And I, I the same thing goes for these silivitamins. The, silivitamins. Yeah. the proof is in the pudding. I've really had great results. Clint has an amazing story. Dude, I've had yeah, fantastic I'm, results yeah, too. Anthony also has some really good stories. It, it was, it's yeah, I was gonna say, Ant, how do you like it? You've had him for a I little mean, bit now. It's it's really been incredible. I mean, things that used to bother me or would stress me out, like I've really been able to just reframe almost any situation and either just look at it from a positive angle or or find the blessing in it or look at it from a you know just a different perspective and knowing I can only control how I react to things that happen externally and shit since then i mean like it's everything's been awesome and, and you've been going through uh like a negative time period just from all the negative research that we do all the time like yeah, you've absolutely. been you and, and all the work that you're putting in you know starting the salon we're putting out our merch and yeah. like we've been we, you've been working real hard so that's that's something yeah, they've that helped, they've helped you really kind of needed i bet your i bet your partner is so much happier now yeah, <laughs> sure. well it's nick yeah so 
<laughs> oh, well, there we go. Yeah, is that hubby in the back? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. What's up, guys? Uh, hey, what's going on, my man? Not much. <laughs> Just making capsules. Oh, <laughs> He's currently making capsules because they're freaking they're flying off the show. Uh, I don't blame. Yeah, I, I, they're, they're amazing. I'm getting ready for Vegas, you know. So- I can't <laughs> wait till you guys get out here. It's gonna be a blast. We'll 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 we'll, we'll go shoot and we're we'll out there. Yeah, we're super excited to go shooting when we're out there. Yeah, we'll have a good time. We'll have a good. I'll see if I can get my boy to come out. He's got a nice little scar. We'll have some fun. So check this out, Megan. Yeah. So I, this is Mike talking. I I I've had some amazing psychedelic experiences for the last twenty I don't know five years. Um, all, all different types. I started out in the rave scene and made my way to the jam band scene and then ended up just uh touring around basically touring around with shamans all over the world and drinking plant, uh-huh. drinking plant medicines so I, I i understand the power of psychedelics i they changed my life uh i used to always say tell everyone i was in the closet of psychedelics because i didn't like anybody to know because i you know have my family's business and i can't let anyone know and just go be a freak on the weekends or whatever but all these experiences were just so profound in my life that it changed my life so i got really into this microdose movement um <laughs> And I got some serious traumas. We don't need to go into them right now unless that's where we want to go. But uh, all kinds of shit. And I definitely, if there was a time in my life I was using psychedelics, probably not the right way. Uh, but anyway, that's besides the point. So anyway, with the microdosing. Probably things, in the raver days, you know. Yeah. We all did. Yeah. And with the microdosing <laughs> stuff, like, I really wanted to fix a lot of things. This is after I did all the plant uh, medicine ceremonies and all that. And I was like, you know, I'm going to get into this microdosing thing. And I got to be honest with you, it really didn't work for me. And I, I wanted to talk to you about that. Like, and I want this to be a cure-all for everyone. But for me, it really did not work. For me, it actually, when I would come to work, it would just make me think about how I'm not supposed to be here. I need to get the fuck out of this place. I need to get my farm ready. And take, like, it made me just bring back all of those, like, which I can't do right now. Anxiety I, I have in a way two, Yeah, I have two kids. Like, I can't. Like, I wanted it to be, like, this miracle or what do they call it? Limitless drug. I want it yeah. to be like all these tech people are making. I want to be more focused. I want to create the best dishes. I want to come up with the best marketing plans. You're not really as damaged as you think, Mike. And it didn't do that. Yeah. It literally was just like you I mean, know. You've already I w- had the benefits from all the psychedelic experiences you've had, and your brain that's has true been too. Properly, you know, modified, wired. Maybe yeah, you're, you're, I just want to know what Megan thought about it because I I recommend like Clint, like I recommend to Clint, and honestly, all the psychedelics I had for a while, I just would give to him, like take it because I saw the and I saw that it was working, and I know it was working for everyone, and. So you're not the first person, you know, not to interrupt me. You're not the first person I've heard of this from. And a lot of times, you know, what those people do as a resource is they just to keep their, you know, what I call it, keeping your tryptamine levels built up in your body or whatnot. You know, they like they do a good macro or therapeutic dose about once a month or something like that. And they feel that that's their like kind of when I say there's so many different phases of microdosing. That's one of the more different ones. But it seems to give people that type of like tryptamine level you know like maintaining those levels without because it doesn't work i guess for everybody it's very far and few but that's what those two people besides you now i've thought to have opted on their own to start doing so wow i could see how a macro would make more sense for me once a month i could totally see that. yeah i could totally see that because i get the afterglow if i do i say if i dive deep if i go in deep, if i dive in the deep end because you know i'm getting older now so it's not it's not as often as it used to be but when no, I go, even when we want it to be, it doesn't even happen half the time. You know, yeah. something comes up. It's yeah, and... exactly. But when I do mm-hmm. dive yep. deep and I get this thing, I was say I was probably freaking these these young guys. 
these young guys out before. And I was like, you know, when I get it, in the cr- and it just hits. It's that sweet spot. It's all about that sweet spot with psychedelics. And I hit that sweet spot. Oh, my God. I could tell you who Jesus Christ is right now. And like, <laughs> but it's like, and I'm not telling you guys, like, I've had hundreds of trips in my life and it's probably only been eight. But when I hit that sweet spot, it's like, and it just boom, boom, hits the right way. Oh, my God. And, and you uh, use the right term as far as I'm concerned to that afterglow, you know, yeah. that it, some people can ride it out for a week or two. Some people it rides out for like six months that yes. afterglow yes, and the effects, the positive effects rippling throughout their life. Well, and the afterglow, is that related to the tryptamine levels? I don't know. I think it's just, yeah, your, your body just feeling that kind of like, you know, you have an endocannabinoid system and your body's yeah. like, you know, depleted of your endocannabinoids. I feel we're going to discover that about psilocybin with people. It just hasn't been revealed yet. You know, I just no, not enough studies have been done. Yeah, we, just we, just watch. Mark my words, guys. You know, twenty years down the road, we're gonna find out there's some psilocybin cannabinoid, or you know, a endocybin system in our body. And, yeah, you know, oh, absolutely. receptors. I mean, I mean, yeah. Terrence McKenna's fucking stone date theory. How do we know? You know, what I mean, it could be that could be it. I mean, who knows? It could. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna find all kinds of shit about us and and our and our uh, relationship with mushrooms and psilocybin for sure i mean mushrooms are just such an interesting thing to begin well, with i've been doing some research because i'm trying to get you know healthier um and i've been doing all the research and there's so many mushrooms that have so many benefits to our body and in, in, in every aspect our digestive system our muscle our nervous mm-hmm. system mushrooms are really an amazing plant and it's they're, not just um, the psilocybin like yeah it's really wild also they're amazing man it, it's we really wild. Megan. Megan. We lost Megan. Yeah. Uh, how do we get her back? But she's got to sign back in. But maybe, uh, her phone, maybe her phone died. I admit. I admit. Um, no, mushrooms are amazing, man. Another uh, something that when I was really getting into, uh, like I said, with the shamans or whatever, I, <laughs> I remember one of the shamans talking to me, to us about how uh, there was a fungus, or I don't know if it's a proper term, mushroom fungus that. You know, plastic. Plastics are a big fucking problem right now, right? Plastic oh, is everywhere. Yes. There is a. This is a shaman from Brazil who was telling me that, that they found in the the Amazon a fucking fungus that's eating the plastic and thriving from it. You ever hear about that, oh, yeah. Megan? No. Yeah. So this shaman was talking about. I thought, all right, maybe he's a little crazy. Then I heard it from two or three more. There, there that. is, there's a fungus out there coming out of the Amazon that is not only living off of plastic, it's thriving from it. Dude, Mother Earth, this thing is alive. And yes. these beautiful, these beautiful things that they that that comes from the ground, whether it's mushrooms, whether it's cannabis, this is this is, it's our it's our it's it's our God given right, man. And this get taken away from us, sure. it's fucked up. And you know, it's sad that it's going to happen with uh, the the when the corporations take over and when the corporations start bastardizing this shit. But you heard of mine, they already man. did. What do you mean? Well, they have. But you know what? James really fucking he went fucking hot out the gate. Yeah. And, and he really did, and, and he's right. The way that we combat this is we have to be able to grow. Just like I can grow yeah. my own tomatoes, I can grow my grandfather's fucking tomatoes. I need to be able to grow Megan's. You don't have to have the GMO seeds ones. Yes. You can grow your grandfather's you ones can, too, you know? Yes. You can grow it. Just fucking do it. Yeah, Just but dude, in yeah. New Jersey, man, I'm sorry. I'm scared. I'm, I'm still scared. Yeah. I have too many friends that their lives have been destroyed from this thing. You don't live I in a good area. Nervous. I get so nervous. You can have up to six ounces right now. Just can't be connected to a stem and roots. Yeah, I know it's yeah. so ridiculous. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. It and we have mandatory minimums. We sky, have. Yet. It's whatever you know. It just rains the magical flowers. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, it just it just grew that way. I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't I play know. it. That, that's how I keep it fresh. It just, that's right? how you keep it and fresh. You, you can't buy it here either. And we have mandatory minimums. Now there's a spot on Route 23. That's that, that, that's well. That's, yeah. that's I mean, you up, James. You can buy, but you can't buy. You know what I mean? It's like you can it's, have it's, it. You just can't sell it's it. Wild. <laughs> it's wild. You can. It's you can. Don't ask. You don't can't tell. sell it. You can't buy it. <laughs> you can have it, and it's uh, iffy if you can smoke it. Yeah, it's so wild. <laughs> it's so wild what they're doing over there. Yeah, yeah. You, you can possess it, but can you smoke it? I yeah, mean, I'm not real. You gotta hide out. Like so, they're like it's legal. Air quotes anymore because you know what? I'm not doing anything wrong, and it's it's legal even though I can't buy it at the store. You're right, man. Whatever. That's ridiculous. My na- my neighbor's the state trooper. I smoke on my deck all the time. I think we're at that so, point. It's very scary that I can't grow. And the growing thing is a very, very, very... It's such an important part of this whole piece. I'm so happy, James, that you came mm-hmm. out the gate with that. But it is so true. We're not... We're not... I mean, until we can way. grow our own plant. Because they're, they're going to give us all that... Um, Megan, what you, you were showing us, uh, or you were telling us about how... They just fuck up all these uh, these rosins and, and fake it. And Mark, yeah, we were. I was smoking with yeah. Mark. I was smoking with Mark earlier, and he was telling me about, you know, we picked up some bud before we got here, and uh, he was saying about, you know, Mark, if you want to get in here, you're talking about the fruit and how they're the dis, how they spray distill in Connecticut. So I live this. in uh, Hi Megan, Mark, nice to meet you. I live in Connecticut, and uh, we're we're barely legal over there. Um, <laughs> you know. That's hot. So what, but- what, 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 are your <laughs> what is Connecticut right now? Connecticut is legal for medical only, so we don't have recreational. Okay. But what's interesting, and this is a point I wanted to bring up before, is how they've uh, renamed all the strains to sound like pharmaceutical, like they've Latinized them to kind of separate the, what the growers fuck? and really corporatize them. And really, it comes from Massachusetts because Give me MIT, some examples. I got to hear some yeah, examples. Yeah, I want to hear this. I mean, That's give me a break. I, I don't know them off the top of my head. We can look them up, but... Oh, but, I just this is really interesting to me. I mean, I'm going to go back to my little weed groups and like tell well, them about this. Please, one. Like, yeah. I mean, it's one. all centered. It's all centered around Massachusetts because MIT, right? Okay. They oh, have really go. taken. I'll, I'll look it up because Massachusetts is you know just plant the seed for this because right. that's well Massachusetts that's so, is recreational. Like, Pfizer so OJ. My friends do like seed things. Like these guys are amazing because of their genetics. They keep their seeds and. Man, it's it's such a big deal to them because they're trying to make it all so they're all like GMO, like the, all the vegetable seeds. They're right. trying to do that to the cannabis well, for all yep. the recreational uh, stores to be able to purchase even... it. They're trying to make it so you have to purchase it in Washington yeah. State through a certain couple seed banks, which are genetically modifying all yeah. of them. Oh what, but what's it's what gross. Mike was kind gross. of bringing up, which is really gross. kind of the insidious side of the you know corporate influence and legalization, is what it does to the black market. Because what I've noticed is now you'll see CBD or or straight up swag bud being sprayed with a distillate in order okay. to give it a THC flavor and high, but the bud it smells like a vape cart. It's disgusting when you smoke so, it. It burns yeah, it, your throat. It's called because, putting hot dog water on it. Right. <laughs> so, called hot dog water we found we found the names. So you know the the, the, the black so, market is even being affected. So real quick, by you guys got to remember too, like because this is the number one biggest scam that's gone down in the last decade, and I'm like. A loud mouthpiece on this one because it drives me nuts. You have to remember that, yes, there is amazing CBD out there, that it comes from a fertile female cannabis plant, such as like the Charlotte's Web. Those are fucking unobtainable because you know every single CBD that you have any access to comes from male hemp. 
That's what's yes. fucking legal. So think about how much more giving a female is. Everything we can do, making babies, giving, feeding babies, all the <laughs> things a female can do. Then nothing wrong, guys. You know, yeah, but they do shit. But they do not do shit. You're lazy. <laughs> I'm yeah. tired of it. It's it's, it's right, a we'll big difference. It. And so when people are out there, you know, searching, reaching for this like CBD, hope-filled like CBD. gotta it's love it. Fucking dog shit. It's, yeah, the gas shit that came CBD. in when they very first before legal shit. was you guys buy products of fucking manufacturing fiber hemp. So like hemp textiles and hemp rope yeah. and hemp twine. It was the fucking bearing grease shit. It was crude oil. That was the original barrels of CBD that came in. There's a thing on Project CBD called Oil Hustlers. Everybody should listen to it and read it. It's a real breakdown. It's all the guys that were in that scamming 2008, you know, mortgage, like, you know, oh, fall, really? all that kind of stuff. It's all those guys within that next hustle. Got it all fucking pushed through and corrupt fucking politics. Pushed through, but it's fucking male hemp. And so it's right in the coattails of all these Charlotte Webb stories and all these amazing, touching, moving stories. But if you actually try and grow CBD fucking plants, they're the most shitty producing plants, <laughs> fucking nasty smoking, ugly ass land race looking strange shit that looks like just ditch weed. Nobody wants, I fucking spent 20 years as a cultivator weeding out CBD strains before I knew that shit was valuable. That shit didn't slap, so I no. didn't want it. You know, that's not what we smoked. Now, what's and stuff your, like that. What's your opinion? That's why we had some CBD fucking miracle Charlotte's web. But at all points, this was female cannabis plants, not fucking male hemp, which they is have, all you can buy anywhere. And it's the biggest scam. Right. Just, now, now, what's your opinion? Because I noticed there you mentioned land race strains. What's your opinion on land race strains, Megan? Because I'm just a novice If you're looking smoker. for CBDs, go for it. Yeah. I, I just wonder because I know. I actually um, don't get you stoned. Mike told me Mike told me that you're uh, someone who who's familiar with Jack Herrera. You know, he's so well-known in the cannabis community. I've smoked Jack Herrera's bud uh, once when I was in Colorado, but I just wonder what your thoughts are on strains and, and how uh, how we can be sure. Because sometimes I buy bud from, like, black market people, and they're telling me, you know, this name, that name, and really... Stray names are shit. It's just... Yeah. But, like, I, I'm part of Don't Fest, like you know, I've been in a vending up there for years, and there's a strain up there from Jack Herrera's, one of his end of life girlfriends up there and it's called jack's girl um because jack career was a big you know speaker up at our health best events along with like ed rosenthal you know and all these other people or whatnot um you know um but his yeah i don't really personally like those type of strains they don't grow fast enough for me i like stuff that flowers quickly and you don't have to deal with spider mites and you don't have to deal with stuff that's going to take 90 days to flower i'd much rather be working with a 48 to 62 day flowering strain just because let's get that shit rolling through and that's the shit that's fucking smokes good that's indicas okay yeah. and that's all i really want to fuck with is indicas really so how, if i'm gonna be growing what's a land race how do you define that um it's like a sativa um and it's ones that they were sought out in different you know parts of the country not the country the world mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. um they're they're prized for their cbns their cbgs their cbds they're prized for their medical properties and these are what like um uh, I got you. what was the name of that show that weed hunter hunters. show yeah it was he strain hunters for later. yeah and so like that that was when they were still legitimately trying to find cbd that's when charlotte's web was getting all its fucking traction and everything like that before these oil hustler scams of male hemp came in and just barraged it and made a big smoke screen and oh this is all available now when it's not it gas available yeah sell, sell it at gas stations now mark I, i'll be real with you 
you know, going out to legal states, it really opened my eyes to the straight names. Don't even bother with them. They're nonsense. Anybody can put any name on anything and say it's this, that, or the other. Uh, and everybody grows that strain. The cultivator is the only thing that matters. That's really the only thing that matters. When For sure. Blood. And right. if, if, if you're looking at strain names, like if, like, People come in, they like they see the blue dream. I'm like, yo, that blue dream is boof. Like, don't yeah. even touch it. They're like, but it's blue dream. I love blue dream. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you love blue dream, but everybody and their mother grows blue dream. Like right. they all no, got it. I mean, it. I, I so, look at THC percentage when I go to the dispensary, but I, I definitely am curious to know like what um I mean, maybe I should be looking at cultivators then, because I'm I'm definitely yes. more interested in organic, you know, bud that's not you know, sprayed with anything like I, like so, what Mike so kind of brought up was they the, still lie about that even the organic is that's a big thing right now. Really, out here in Washington, oh, I was just reading some of my friends' posts about it. It's obviously some shit's going down currently right now with people claiming claiming fake, fake organic, fake you know vegan, all grow these different shit, types of fake nutrients because you, you know, you know, really you know they're not putting like the money into it. You know the bottom's falling out on it even in recreational. Well, my my aunt was a master grower in Oregon. Uh, and she was on Oregon Leaf magazine. Um, she got out of the growing industry because the, there was no numbers anymore. She's like, you could buy a pound for two hundred bucks up here because there's so much product. Like everybody's growing, like and everybody. Um, that's the problem. And there was, and and that's part of the problem with it not being federally legal because they have so much stock up there, and they 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 legally can't ship it across the country. If they could ship all of that product across the country. It, it might it might lower the price for it. You know, it, it would it would be gone like that. Yeah. Gone I mean, if it's legal on the West Coast nope. in Washington, Oregon and California, you still can't transport it across state lines. Yeah. The federal nope. thing fucks everything. Well, you guys have to. OK, go ahead, Mike. No, it's or, fine. It's fine. I was just going to say, you guys got to remember, too, they made this like lottery and this license thing such a oh. fucking cash game too oh, that yeah. you've got no real growers anymore out here growing. You know, they've all been weeded out. So you have corporate booths that are in there you know just corporate whoops have no idea they've tried to buy people back from the industry that are you know we're all medical you know award winners and xyz but you know these people that have all that type of money is that they weren't doing this before so it's so much bad weed out here it's unreal that it's unsellable all the, all the corporate is, people care about is is pound per light that's all they care about the weed it's terrible it's terrible it's horrible yeah. and i mean it's the point where that some of this has grown so bad that they are, you know, I'm able to get stuff that's supposedly gone to quarantine for the, you know, the trash because it's unsellable. And I get it for my products out the backside and I get 300 pounds for like $300. It's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? It's been it's this barbie this crap. Product. What does it look you know, like? It's, but it's, 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 payment, it's it coming is. from a recreational shop. That's the sad, yeah. or not shop, but a producer processor because they can't get rid of it. And they're letting their son or their, you know, their whatever, somebody's sneaking it out and, it's supposed to be trash because they can't sell it. Guys, I want to bring everything back for one second. So, so uh, Mark had to leave. He drives pretty far to get here. But we got Yusef Goff is in the building now. Comic Yusef Goff is in the building. How's it so going? He's he took Mark's spot. But hold on, Anthony, you were going to ask Megan something. Yeah, so, I mean, you have these booth corporations producing this terrible product. And then someone maybe who doesn't really know all as much. What does one look like compared to another? Like, is this dense and like? Yeah, you know, does it look no different, Megan? That's a good question. Like, can you figure it out? Like, is can can what can we tell yeah. our, listen, our oh, listeners? Like, yeah, we we're all stoners. Listeners? You know what a good bag of weed looks like compared to a shitty bag of weed, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely do. But I, the smell thing is is crazy, right? With the the spray, the smell. 
here's something. Well, yeah, like yeah, spraying that on there. That's just that's just bougie. But they're supposed to disclaim all that on the packaging, technically. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. so just making sure I guess you're reading your labels and stuff like that, and just not listening to the bud tender. But I mean, out here is everything requires a test, and so every single product that goes on the shelves has oh, a wow. test. So sometimes the stuff that's up at like really high percentages, you know what I mean? Doesn't look that great. And maybe doesn't even smell that great. So it's not always a visual, yeah. you know, we have that backup right. tool out here. I don't know what they have in all your guys' states as far as testing requirements, but all the stuff out here is required to have <laughs> testing on each of the packaging on each of the shelf. So you're going to go along if you're looking for something that has high CBD, if it has CBN, CBG, it's got it broken down like that along with the turf reading too so now that's beautiful you guys have terps out there in washington they they test for that jersey were yeah they test for natural terpenes now and so you can that's what they do in vegas i love it i think think awesome some people have allergic things they don't like certain you know types of terpenes and stuff so i think that's a really nice added factor so you not only have that logistic visual you can also out here I don't know. I've just never tried to buy weed in the rec shop out here. I don't even know if you can smell it, honestly. I, I can't even I, tell you guys. Yeah, I, <laughs> I buy oil sometimes just to support the shops when I stop in there. Yeah. But I don't smoke flour. I quit smoking flour in 2011, pretty much. Oh, so, yeah. the, so really I, the only I way talk- to know is if it's tested. That's that's it. So I talk yeah. to Ann all the time Look on for our tests. show. Because out here they do test the Terps out here, which I love. Because that's when you can really take your cannabis journey and find out what works best for you uh, to the next level. Uh, you can find out yeah. what terpenes that your body really meshes with. And because so that's what really so drives important. the high and gives you yeah. that effect that you're looking it's for. And I always wondered why some sativas made me super anxious and paranoid and some sativas made me feel super uplifted and happy. And it was because of the terpenes and people don't realize that those affect everybody differently. Um, so so glad- my, my renters that live up the beach here from me, they do are they're a huge part of the coordinating for the Terpestival out here, which is a, um, cannabis cup based completely off of terpenes and so you're not grading for stuff besides the whole terpene profile and it's a really neat cup it's a fifth annual that's gone now um it's pretty amazing that's and it's partially put on by the Ames clinic which is a psychedelic therapy clinic up here that's part of university of washington too so it's pretty cool thing and they're um like judge coordinators and event coordinators and like long time she's a psychotherapist um for the Ames clinic and then her man does, he's an extractor and he does a lot of the um, judging, coordinating and stuff like that. So it's been fun to be able to be part of that. I sponsored it for a couple of years in a row. And that's, Amazing. I feel like taking it to the next level. I've myself won like over 20 cannabis cups and judged probably 50, you know what I mean? All throughout the years. And a lot of it was so stupid to set up. You had to judge so much stuff in a short period of time, X, Y, Z. The Turp Festival really took it up a notch, I felt like. Right. And I, that came out, I, I have so many so. questions. Hold yeah. on. I have so many questions. Hold up. First thing, bracket up. I, I I know what this is, but one of the three of you here from either We the People or Megan, can you guys explain to listeners what is a terpene? I, I would. Much oh, so the ter- Megan, so it. terpene is yeah, it's a natural <laughs> component that's found in everything, like from natural fruits and natural vegetables to all growing things. And cannabis has different profiles that pick up other ones that are on this other you know larger terpene pro you know platform. So a couple of terp common terpenes in cannabis or like myrcene you'll find that in mangoes pine pine or pinene yeah that's where you get that that pine that pine so smell flavor lime, lemonine lemonine yeah. lime, will give you that uplifting euphoric feeling that's where you get that nice head high so is really it a flavor happy. or is it going to be a feeling i'm just i just want is it, both I both, it's both gonna, it's, yeah. it's, terpenes are going to give you all your smells like essential flavors of the work. bud 
but there's medicinal value. And hit, how it hits your sinuses, how it hits your glands as you take it in, how it's going to hit your spleen receptors and wow. stuff like that. That's where your terpenes are going to come in. And they all have THC, yes. but they don't all have the same terpene profile. So some people say like the terpenes is what drives the high. Yes. Wow. Exactly. I, I thought or I understood terpenes, but honestly, I'm actually happy I asked that question. Okay. Oh, uh, really Mike, cool. you got to watch our show, Weed to the People. We've had a couple long discussions about terpenes. Yeah. Mike's uh, a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, how do we how do we skim on this one real quick? I was That's too what high on that last thinking. episode. <laughs> no, because uh, people don't know when you buy in the black market, you get whatever you get growing up. You know, it's not like you can go to the go to the store. I have and, a like, joke about that. Find the terpenes that you like and find out what works best for you. Uh, so that, that, that there is there is pros and cons to the legal industry. You know, the testing is really nice. I will say that. But and uh, they didn't always do terpene testing out here. And when they added that, I thought that was super cool. Oh, my God. Vegas was the first ones to do it. And I think every state is following suit because every 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 Oregon does awesome. it. That's, yeah, that's awesome. awesome. So here's another question I have for you. I don't I just because I don't want to forget this. Um so you've you've judged in uh, numerous cam- cannabis cups. After the second or third time you smoke, weed, how do you how are you judging? Is that real? Or are you just kind of making shit up? Oh yeah, so like I <laughs> so like if you judge for high times, and once you win a high times cup, you can always be a judge. You can always apply to be a judge at any future high times cups, and that's how you get to judge high times. Um, they do it right. They do it proper. You have to pick up your judge's kit in person. Mm-hmm. In you have to pick it up seven days before and they give you a brand new glass piece or if you have a concentrate they give you like a little what xyz and pens and all the different ones (laughs) different categories and then you have a judge's house there and there's an app you use for high times or whatnot too it's really detailed the way you enter it in you're supposed to do a lot of the judging in the house but it's really kind of stupid because you can't bring any guests not even your significant other not anybody else to this judge's house or you know judges rented like airbnb kind of situation or some house that somebody puts up and so i never really go to the judge's house because i usually have somebody with me and i'm just like that's rude you know what i mean like, yeah. sorry you can't right, come in back just find something to do yeah, yeah like yeah back. exactly so we have usually end with up megan. Yeah, everyone like, said they're with megan in a in a rental car in the parking garage of the fucking hotel because you're flying out out of state it's hella awkward and you know no you don't get a good chance to judge it honestly a lot of it is off of appearance to begin with because when you have 47 fucking hybrids That's try in a fucking week you can't i mean it's just like yeah you just have to start eliminating in Saturation. a way and that's horrible because you know how much it costs to enter high times you have to have a booth which is a minimum of thirty five hundred dollars that each entry on top of that is fifteen hundred dollars so these people put five thousand dollars cash yes. out ahead of time plus their sample so to be eliminating some poor mofo for fucking appearance is a fucking shit show in my opinion but that's how it fucking happens because you're just what you're doing. I'm always a speaker, and you're always just having all these events and all yeah, these it's VIP. So wild. Yeah, I, I was in Amsterdam in 2003, like and it. it's just wild, and it's just like, it's so wild. That I'm like, I think I, I can't. But let's take it to the other end of the spectrum. Let's just go real quick though, because let's answer your question. So that's the high end of it. That's the best experience yeah. for a judging that I've had. Except for the chair festival, I have to say they did it proper. You had your stuff a couple weeks ahead of time. Yeah, I like that. You were at your home with it. It was, it was a lot different of a system. It was an online app too. But let's take it back to the early cannabis farmers market days, like, you know, 2010 or the 2008, where you have to judge fucking 20 kinds. And yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I guess I'm old. I'm thinking of that. Yes. And you're supposed to be able to judge edibles. You have a judge's bag that's got. <laughs> yeah, what is that? That's what I'm saying, there. man. So fucking I guess cannabis I, yeah. and dabs. And yes. You're going to be dead. It is ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You meet some guy you saw in Deadlot and he's like, hey, you should eat this real quick. And you eat that. And then I had like, some Skittles. 
there. Yeah. You're fucking. <laughs> like, I remember you from the Fish concert. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I remember that. And then, you know, Judge this week. <laughs> oh, that was or, good. Not week. Judge's cabinet is, but still, it's like I, I was wondering. Okay, so that just makes sense. That the way you said it makes perfect sense. I love that. You know, I don't love that you have to tell your friends to go home, but yeah, give them a week's time and then like you know make a fake fucking. That's insane. You know, here you get the award, but you. Know, it's just so weird. It's like all of them are just you know the only one that was legit is where you got it at two weeks ahead of time. You could be at your own home. You know yeah, what I mean? It was yeah. like that it's so sense. crazy. On that my goal sense. board, I have I have on my goal board. I've always wanted to host a, a High Times Cannabis Cup. So I was just like going through some like property deeds and stuff the other day. These are like some of these documents from like my family homestead here 136 years ago. I was looking at stuff from like 19, That's incredible. 1919. Wow. And then all of a sudden in one page is a cannabis cup so rating grading thing from when I judged a cannabis cup. I'm like, how the fuck did this get in here? That's just how many cannabis cups I judged. <laughs> That's just the judging wow. Taste, burnability, wow. flavor. I was like, well, this is a high time, or this is not high time, but this was a fucking cannabis yeah, Mike, cup. We probably spoke. I was telling I you, Megan is an OG. Yeah, Megan and I probably have bumped. We probably crossed paths. Oh, you, you, you said you, you go to festivals and stuff? I mean, Yeah, I, I used to put on festivals. Yeah, so I mean, I literally raves early yeah, on. Yeah, do a lot. That's yeah, where the they, they were something. invented to sell our acid at. You know that, of course, mm-hmm. you know, so... You know, and sell our Molly at. And so yeah. we pretty much, just, yeah. those are, and then it went on. I've always been, I went to my first, I saw Jerry live mm. in, you know, at Portland Meadows when oh, I was 15. Man. And I've seen fish uh, starting at 15 years old too. Every single time they've ever came to the fucking gorge in my state, let alone Mike all doesn't over the miss West a fish Coast. show. Mike doesn't um, miss a fish I show. I still go but, see further. I'm not, and, if I don't, but, I'm not doing it for a vaccine. I told my tour partner that today. He's like, we will see fish MSG the New Year's Eve. I go, not if I got to show papers, motherfucker. He goes, yeah. I, I, not if I have to wear masks. If I have to I mean, show like, any type of papers of what is in my body, I am not going to a concert. It's just, nope. a and I know nobody can believe that I will say that. It's but. just a piece of yeah, paper. exactly. Andy. So guess what? Piece You're piece not going to MSG then? No, I'm not. No, nope. I love these. Our our stupid ass fucking governor out here is like, just let a thing out. I saw the news. I didn't read it or whatever, but I saw like a little headline of. Special privileges for vaccinated people for summer concerts. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Tra- so Trey's doing Trey Trey's doing a concert at Spec and and you know he's a fucking libtard though. I'm sure he is. Well, I mean, I I'm know, just I've had a face these facts. Mike, yeah, <laughs> but, come on. <laughs> but um, so anyway, he's doing these shows at Spac <laughs> and and they're in fucking pods, man. They're pods. What? Yes, pods. And like then the, who so had pods? The, the, fish the, the fans. The fans. You get up to four people in a pod. Like so, the storage. Oh, oh, the band. Pods I thought the band members were in the fucking. No, pods. yeah. Imagine they come out in fucking little pods. These no yeah. little you, bubbles. You these little pods. Like a pop up tent. It's cool. Like I, in a way, it's kind of cool because I don't want to be standing next to people anymore. But it's also terrible and it's not cool. And the other thing is, it says like you know. You can uh, arrive if you get your COVID vaccine like papers or test. I'm like, yo, fuck all this. Fuck, fuck all this. You. If I can't, walk, yeah, I mean, if I can't walk in with my ticket, fuck you. I'm not going. You know what, Mike? Dick. I don't give a fuck. I'll stay in the parking lot and make 10 fucking yeah. G's that day, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we are live, man. There you go. But fuck yeah. This, I'm telling you. I'm then I don't have to worry about up. securing my fucking shit because they've got fucking haters all day been watching me fucking slay it. You know what yeah. I mean? Ready to fucking rob my <laughs> yeah. ass when I walk at the fucking show. Fuck yeah. I have to have somebody stay back every time you pay somebody to stay back. It's in my group. So yeah. the fucking nuts, oh, you know. She knows levels of so shit. So when oh, Megan wow, was on our really, show. We got to do a part I, two and talk about that. Yeah, when when you, she was on our show, she was talking about when she first started doing the farmer's market and you ran into that guy later on in life 
who had that jug of of acid yeah. from 1990s and it was and still... i gotta see it last year and he shined the uv light on it her next girlfriend still has it it's so I, cool i thought 90s? mike would yeah. really enjoy that story 90s 90s that wasn't that good was it <laughs> uh, so, so when I very first went to that any like festival or whatnot, like I rode in the trunk of this car to get like with this guy that ends up fully totally being like a rapist. I didn't even know about me and my friend decided to ride the trunk all the way to Olympia down I five, oh which was a stupid idea. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was bound to this open drug air market, and I got my first acid ever out of a gallon jug right by the stage by the people by the booth by the stage. That person later was Jeremy Miller, Jeremy Killer Miller. Fucking he started <laughs> Cannabis Farmers Market, was original like, like guy that started all that, ended up having talking about that gallon acid, ended up going, <laughs> I know his ex-girlfriend still to this day, ended up going and having like a sleepover at her house with another girlfriend, and she busted out the jar, like a big old brown medicine jar out of the freezer and hit mm-hmm. the fucking black light on it and it fucking glowed still. And this is 1994, <laughs> 95 to oh last my God. year. Wow. That's how you can tell it's good is if it still has that black light. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. The sign of quality. All right, so do you believe? Do you believe in the Owsley? And do you believe in the Owsley like hidden shit? What do you think? Well, I happen to have weird. You know, James actually has one too. Well, you think that's we real? have these like, amazing? I'm pretty proud to have all the pillars currently of the acid community in my <laughs> arsenal. I will say, um, mm. but we have the Owsley Stanley. <laughs> Um, yeah, he believed that sorry, the correct dosage for somebody to take was 2.5 mics, 250 mics. Yeah. So that's two and a half hits. Technically wow. we have that in an old pressy with a uh, turmeric in it and a point of Molly. <laughs> and so it's like an old school candy flip from back in our raver days. Yes, um, in an old press tab. So strong. You dig in the dirt. You got to split it in half. You know, it's one of those ones. Well, Mike, that I... Mike, come and take this with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring more. Don't worry, James. I yeah. have plenty more. That's... But then I also have Keezy, um, Keezy, you know, that family. I yeah, also have course. Family Fluff. I've heard of that before. I'm pretty proud of. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, <sighs> See, you know what's amazing? She, you're, you're, so you're, you're born and raised West Coast, right? Yeah, born and raised out here. Yeah, yeah. right outside. No, it's amazing. Because she's pure and everything she's saying is so true. There's East Coast people out here that will say everything you're saying and it's fucking straight D-O-M, D-O-X. And you will fucking have the worst trip of your life, and you'll believe them for a minute. I know everything you're saying, Meg. I would never put you on the show. Is real. Oh no, I mean, I but, stand behind all psychedelics. No, money but, back guarantee. Do you know? But you know, but you know about. Is. But you know about like these East Coast disgusting. You know, I don't even call them hippies. They're not hippies, but you know what I'm saying that. And they'll tell. I got Whoops. family fluff needle. Yeah, well, and needle needle point. Blah, 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 all this shit and like. I oh, have It's too. a fucking yes. bitter. <laughs> if it's bitter, it's a spitter, man. If that shit is bitter, spit that shit out. Do not be like me. I mean, I can tell you, I, you know, I can tell you some I really like bad I stories. I don't even deal with like anything like that on the lot. I'm, I'm family. I know family. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. when I do, when I sit up on shakedown street, I literally have all the homies across the booth from me, across the aisle from me and on both sides of me, we're usually 50 to 60 feet on both sides of our little fucking block. Mm-hmm. And we fucking roll that shit. They give me no nitrous tanks in our fucking zone. They're giving me none of that shit. We don't no. roll it. But you know, I gotta tell you real quick. What made me so much money the last couple of years oh was really fun. I bought a commercial cotton candy machine mm-hmm. and you can put LSD and whoa, also whoa. water soluble THC and CBD in the like a oh sanding God. sugar. And you don't even have to oh do it during God. the daytime or anything like that. You just do it right when the concert gets out. You just run your ass back there and start going. I sell them for 10 bucks a piece wow. and I can't keep them fast enough because everybody coming in and psychedelically just wanted to watch this whole fucking cotton candy process. And 
10 bucks a hit's good. That's good that? money, you know what I mean? So I, I offer them with THC or CBD, or I offer them with fucking, because people just want that CBD, whatever, whatever. But, uh, you know, the yeah. LSDs are Marketing. the ones that really sell great. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, I can tell how much money I make because I buy like the packs of tones for like, uh, you know, whatever, a thousand or whatever not. So, From you know, that brought you pretty easy math. It's it's fun to go to those shows. Oh, that's Next time true. there's one out here, you should come out, Mike. Yeah, once I will definitely be there. I can't, I can't <laughs> wait to hang out with you guys. But I also, like I said, I'm not showing papers, I'm not showing papers to go to a show. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not doing yeah. that either. I, can't no, I know. I can't I'm, I'm not either, so I won't be honestly any of those ones. Before in case we're going to get off, I was going to talk about a little bit about like the different types of mushrooms yeah. that are out there now yeah. because yeah, it's, please. it's the I would next love to thing. Know and I have some examples here to show you guys some still, here too because yeah. it's it's going to be like strains of wheat. Just, I want to know. I've been yeah, so, doing I a little mean, studying. Let's check it out. Yeah, so I've been just trying to keep as much feedback, you know, filed away as I can in my mind from different people. And I'm going to start with all the albino ones I have right now. These ones right here are called albino ghosts. And they are the cutest little mushrooms ever. This is probably the cutest one I have. And they grow, they look like little fluted, like, you know, imagine the veil comes down and they're a lot whiter of a color at that point. They look like a fluted sheet almost draped over the stem, like a little ghost, like flying through the air. And so these are an albino species. These ones take approximately for the average person about two grams, three grams to feel a good evening effect. Um... Then I also have two different phenos of albino penis envies. Um, penis envies are a really popular mushroom. Um, the second pheno of these ones is called apes, which is just going to be an acronym for it. So there's, they're really small compared to some of the bigger ones. And these are beautiful. beautiful. Back in the day, we used to get a mushroom on the lot. I don't know if you remember this one, Mike. It was yeah. called blue meanies. Mm-hmm. These remind me of what blue meanies yes. were like. Yep, yep. And these ones here are really strong. People are saying really a lot of feedback on these ones. Intense colors, intense vibes. Um, and then here's going to be the other pheno of that one. So it's pretty hard to tell the difference to the naked eye on this one. But I'll go ahead and show it to you guys. This is another little. That guy tried to bring a friend with him. Another little one. And you can see that blue psilocybin really just retching down that stem. You know what I mean? Just leaching down it. You can tell that's a potent mushroom. Yeah. Wow. So, so what kind then, of pack and heat? What kind of um, different you're effects? I'm not going to get a lot of visuals off them, but you know, you always need a lot of good color good for different ailments. Good vibes. Megan, was that? Are the different mushrooms better for different ailments or? Well, that's what I'm trying to trap right now because, like, it's just a matter of time, and you know they're going to figure that out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to be ahead of that. Right. Look at these beautiful little Brazilians. Oh, yeah. Wow. Aren't those cute little closed veils on those? Yeah. Those are just really cute. Those ones are uh, supposedly really strong. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> we got some stargazers here, but are just beautiful too. These ones have a bigger open veil. Kind of like a Taj Mahal would. Wow. Put that on the pizza. And then... We also have some Taj Mahals, which are really a popular one. These ones are called Taj Mahal because they open up like a the roofs of Taj Mahal temples, and they actually are designed to open up and drop their stuff like that. So check that out. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Actually, I've never 
never seen a, a lot of mushroom like that. I actually it's like never so have seen flat, one like that. Right? No, I've never seen one. I, I've seen Almost mushrooms looks like, like it's upside that. down, right? Like well, and then, the ends flat back over. Up, yeah. yeah, it's actually cool. Very cool. And then, then once again, there's just some more examples of those truffles. Yeah, that's crazy because I know that's real, but yeah, that's nuts. I didn't think I thought that was that's literally like I'm seeing a unicorn in real life. Yes. Yeah, those are so cool. You need to drop them down off your elbow like like (laughs) Mushroom Bay. (laughs) I know it's a bad dupe right here, and he's a little French bulldog. He'll just eat everything, and then I got (laughs) tripping all night long. (laughs) (laughs) Am I being real creepy on this episode? Oh my god, Mike! Can you please come out to Vegas next week? Clint, you too. We're not going to discuss that, but yes. (laughs) <laughs> oh I mean, my that would god be awesome. is that the f- the needle point or the family fluff family fluff diamonds oh my wow. god okay. is that beautiful yeah. that, that is- i had these i got a hundred of these pages customly done from the gal that did my tattoo art oh this one has no acid on it this is just a piece of the art so i have like a hundred of these <laughs> that's so incredible <laughs> Can we just isn't that cool though yeah. frame yeah, that photo can we just frame that photo of Mike's face? <laughs> I wish you could see it. I have not seen anything but you, James, the whole show. I, I don't even know who's talking at the time. I wish I you could see it. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Megan, I think you need to. Uh, if she needs to switch her view to everybody. Yeah, you got to switch your view to speaker view or something like that. on your. Or not speaker view because... It's going through my computer, which has no camera. Oh my god! Oh, she'll figure it out. This is amazing. Mike, I told you, she's an awesome human being. She's such a cool person. No, it's crazy. This is so awesome. Uh, Oh shit! Hold on. Why am I doing? Not good with this stuff. So now I got to do my uh, lap challenge with mushrooms, also. Yeah. So James, yep, I'm there. Gonna, go. I'm gonna do. Did I already tell you? Back. I got started? disconnected. What What do I need to do with mine? I was trying to make it work. <laughs> uh, just on like top right, it should say view, and you can change it to gallery, and then you'll see all the. Uh... I'm on my phone doing this, of course. Mm. That's all right, guys. This has been. Yeah, it's good enough. Well, yeah, this is awesome. Like, no, so, I mean, I can, I can, so I can keep talking. I can keep talking to you, and it'll be like the the sun's gonna come up. We're gonna keep talking. Yeah, no, we said the same thing. We said the same thing when she was on our show. We had a three hour show with Megan when yeah. she was on our show. It was unbelievable. Hold on, but no, I I also want to talk uh, have talked to Megan about what she's doing with her Kush creams. Yeah, no, of course, please, please. That that I, it's incredible. I, like I said, I threw out my back from being fat, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> these cushions don't damn well fat. Absolutely, absolutely a godsend, and it's really made a big difference and really helped me out. Um, yeah, that's so, amazing, man. I would love to know about this. Yeah, tell 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 Mike a little bit about how you started Kush Creams and what what you're doing over there. So uh, it's an on the spot muscle pain cream um, designed to work really fast. It's designed. I have a couple different formulas. The permafrost was actually designed for men because the general consensus when I used to do other types of creams and stuff that was, oh, I don't like lotion. I don't like lotion for every gentleman that would walk by. And I worked really hard to develop a fast absorbing one. And also a lot of the old boys would say, maybe you give me an ice pack to, you know, tape on my back or something or whatnot. So I tried really hard to make a cooling cream and came up with a formula. 
and it, you know, doing a menthol extraction and we do a permafrost and it's an on the spot muscle pain cream that also has the emu oil as your delivery vessel. Cause you know, we're not coconuts, we're not shea nuts, we're not jojobas, you know, we're animals like a, you know, an emu is. And so it absorbs naturally with your pH goes down to your epidermal, your epidermis layer. It's one of the only oils like besides like whale brain blubber back in the day, which obviously is not sustainable. So that's not <laughs> happening no more. Um, it works great. I'm the largest um, emu oil like purchasers in continental America from the refineries that are the certified refineries. I've been the guest speaker, um, the keynote speaker at the emu oil conferences multiple years in a row. It's been pretty cool. Um, my products, when we first started, I, I started them in 2010. I've been making the products for Christmas gifts for people for years before that. Um, worked really hard with getting our access points open here in Washington because I had products to put on the shelf um, that were non-psychoactive. And I had some that were psychoactive too, of course. I've made quite a few different tinctures. I do a toothache tincture, like a tooth fairy tincture that's amazing. It's got um, Ipsab, which is like a prickly ash bark and peppermint spirits and tea tree and all these different amazing components. Um, I have people on the dead lot that literally come and try and find me because they like, I have a little bottle I got from you like fucking 10 years ago and it's almost gone. It's the only thing that saves my toothache. Um, you put a swab in there, put it right on the spot. Um, I've done different types of witch doctor pain drops, which is like a super regulated dosage of a high um, concentrate. I've done also do a throat spray, which is really popular with different performers and singers and different, you know, I'd probably be like rappers and stuff that use it like, cause they use it on, use it on stage. Mm -hmm. um, it's a, got slippery element. It's got, quite a few different components elderberries a lot of the base of that one too with the oh. cannabis cannabis being an anti-inflammatory inflammation being the cause of all of these things yeah. inflammation is the cause of everything from you know we're talking about the throat stuff to headaches you know to eczema to psoriasis yeah. to you know everything gout all this stuff is from inflammation so you know, cannabis being cannabis being like one of the biggest anti-inflammatory secrets in the world it just works naturally for these different types of ailments Wow, Megan, where, uh, where can people find this? Is there any way you can? Kushcreams.com is going to be your best. Just the business name, Kushcreams.com. I do sell on Amazon. It's not as good of a product. They regulate it because I'm on Prime, and it's just get it from the source. Yeah. Go to Kushcreams.com. Yeah. Put in code WCRUSA. You get 15% off. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I appreciate it. I wanted to do a sale for the Silovitabins for your for this podcast. So I wanted to offer a sale oh, for the so Silovitabins. For the different, I was gonna offer a one tub discount. So, people wanna uh, email me at sillavitabins at protonmail.com and just reference Free Thinker Society. I'll do a tub, we'll shipping and handling, everything $50 flat. That's $5 wow. off on one tub. Three tubs, I'll do $10 off. That's $125. Wow, thank you so much. That's, That's so awesome. nice of you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. So, yeah, anybody wants to try the microdosing regimen, you can get that delivered to your doorstep. It's Continental. It's been fantastic. This is so they much are, fun. I, I could talk to you for so long. Yeah. Megan, if you can, just stay on the line for a second. I want to talk to you at what, when we get off air. But uh, this was amazing. Guys, anyone, Yousef or, or Anthony, Clinton, anyone has anything to add? No. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Really. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks again, yeah, Megan. Thank, thanks Mike, again for having us on, Mike. Yousef. Thank you so much, Mike. Yeah, I'm excited. Come out to Vegas next week. I'll be there from <laughs> Monday till Monday. <laughs> I might be there.